Welcome out there to another awesome episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so glad to have you with us today. Jay, 10 seconds or less, what is The Album Argument? Uh, It's two guys, friends, get together. They swap albums that they, in theory, have never listened to and share the best and worst from those albums. I like how you said, in theory. Yeah. Because sometimes we do pick albums for each other that the other one has heard. Yeah, and sometimes we kind of know that, and then sometimes maybe to kind of allude to this episode a little bit. Maybe I wonder, have you heard this album? Mm. Or have you not heard this album? And if you have not heard it, where have you been? And you should (laughs) listen to this album. And it's for everybody else too. So it's in a way for us to kind of share albums that we like with others and friends and get some feedback on the socials and so forth. But on the socials. It's our way to hang out, you know, get together. Old longtime friends. You can check out pictures on our website, (laughs) thealbumargument.com. I don't think we ever mentioned actually from uh a few episodes ago when we talked about the shiner, I meant to mention Mm -hmm. that I think that picture on our website is from that show. Oh, that's right. So not the Shiner show. So a few episodes ago, go back and listen to, we talked about an album, The Egg by Shiner, which was purchased for us actually yep. 20 years ago from uh, by a lead singer of a band, Injected, Danny Grady. And the picture on our website is actually from before or after. I think it was in. after. Yeah. Like we had arrived back safely and your parents were like, oh, thank, thank Jeebus. Yeah. So if you want to see that picture... Go to our website, thealbumargument.com. You can kind of see a before and after, Yeah, I don't know, I, I life love. and crazy and kids and all of that. So yeah. when we were just two kids and now we have kids and we're s- still sharing music together. It's still really scary to think that you and I are fathers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool. All right. Yeah. So this uh, this week it was your pick for the album. Um, let, why don't you go ahead and just tell us about this album that you picked for us? Yeah. It's a band out of Athens, Georgia, but now... Sad to say, they are also located out of Nashville, but we'll claim Athens, Georgia. They're from Athens? They're originally from Athens, really? Georgia. The Wigs. The Wigs. So I first saw them, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it's the first time I heard of them, but I'm pretty sure the first time I saw them was at a music midtown with our friend Paul, and I remember we were lo- watching the Locals Only stage. Oh, okay. And that might have been just the first time I was like, who's this band? And then maybe looked them up after that, or maybe I already knew them. I can't really remember, sorry. But it's been a good... 20 years almost at this point. Oh, wow. So they are locals, but then a few years ago, they did move up to Nashville, and they're based out of Nashville at this point. Well, Nashville is like the hot spot for music, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. yeah I'd say yeah. so. There's some country music, you know, folk music, acoustic-like music, and they've got a whole bunch of other stuff. Gospel music is yeah. really big there, too. So, um, But yeah, anyway, so it's a band consisting of singer, songwriter, guitarist Parker Gisbert, Hopefully, um, I'm saying that correctly. Drummer Julian Dorio and bassist Timothy Du. So it's a three piece. It's a three piece. Hey, nice, now very on the cool. record, of course, it's not a three piece. They might be, you know, multiple Parker guitars yeah. and so forth. Um, but I do want to say that Timothy did not play bass on this album. They they did have a former bass player. Um, so on this album, uh, from what I could find, is Adam Saunders is another local band. He played bass on this. Oh, album. Okay, but Timothy since. Maybe this album was being toured on. By the way, it came out, uh, Mission Control came out back in 2008. He was soon after the bass player, and he's been the bass player ever yeah, since. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, yeah, it's a three-piece. Again, they met at UGA, University of Georgia. So a typical Athens band they met mm. while in college. Are you a UGA fan? I went to Florida State. I don't know if I'm a UGA fan. I'm not. 
Um, I know my kids say at school, one of the, the, the resource officer, they'd make announcements. And then every time when he signs off, he goes, go dogs. All right. So that's, that's the thing. So, um, you know, we love our Georgia Bulldog fans out there. I have a lot of family members that went to Georgia and you might've gone to Georgia as you're listening to this and go dogs. We're just not Bulldogs. That's okay. So, but it's fine. But a lot of other bands have come out of Athens, let's say. That is true. Um, we have not covered those bands we yet. We haven't. You know, yet. B-52s. B-52s. Great is a, band. Yeah. The uh, REMs. REM is a big popular band. They're the REMs. The REMs? I no, didn't know I'm that. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> oh, the B-52s. I'm sorry. And the REMs. Yes. Uh, and there are probably a slew of other bands. That, oh, yeah. But those are probably the two or now the three most popular bands that I listen to out of Athens. Very good. Um, yeah. So this is uh, the Wigs' second album on ATO Records. Uh, let's see, it's produced by Rob Schnapp, and he's produced other various rock albums. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, let's see, uh, this, a lot of the art, uh, the the band members now, they have played with other bands. So, for example, Julian, he plays, uh, again, the drummer, he plays with Eagles of Death Metal, Band of Skulls that we've covered. Oh! And The Lone Below, and then Timothy has played on tour with Kings of Leon and Grace Potter, played bass with them. So, um... And then Parker's done some solo stuff. So there's still a band, from what I can tell. Okay. They're playing some shows coming up here in Atlanta and so nice. forth. But then they're definitely, they all do their own thing while living in Nashville. And then they come together and do their wigs thing. And, you know, they tour and do all of that. So uh, they've played on Letterman. They've played on Conan. They've played on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, I don't know. I just, again, going back to that first time I saw them live, probably, and hearing them, it's just catchy. Uh, it's loud. It's also kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice rhythmic grooves. I think one of the, um, I can't remember which article, which review of this album that I saw, I think they called it Dynamic Rhythms or something like that. Ah, that's so a I, good, yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, I know, it's just very rhythmic. They, they got a, a lot of cool rhythms in there that just- Yeah, they do. It's, it's just, it's it's super cool. But it's it's loud, it's rock, it's indie rock, but it's, it's kind of, I, I hate to say grungy type 90s, but it's got a little element of the 90s so I was, found in there. I, I was going to say, they they kind of sound like a cross between, like when I was listening to them, I was like, okay, this sounds like The Strokes. This sounds like Franz Ferdinand. This sounds like Nirvana. This sounds like something else. Like it, it they really kind of cross genres in a way, uh, but blended it all pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Parker's vocals, they're slightly raw, but they're nice and clean as well. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it's got that kind of indie, uh, nowadays indie, in the 90s might have been alternative, yeah. honest, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. right? So I would say alternative, let's say. I'm used to saying indie at this point. That I just have always loved this album. I can't say that I own any other Wigs albums. Okay. Um, just to be honest. I've listened to some other ones, but I think this is a good one that as they kind of kept going, progressing, it kind of got a little bit more polished. The first album is much more raw. So this one is that second album, kind of the first album in my mind that kind of really is clean, but a little edgy. And yeah, I've loved all the songs and I'll get into which ones in particular, but they're all catchy. They're all rockers. And I've wondered, have you ever heard of the Wigs being a local band? And what did you think of this album? So surprisingly enough, no, I had never heard of the Wigs. Um, There is a chance that I've heard them on the radio before and just did not put two and two together. Uh, I felt like some of these songs sounded a little familiar, so I'm going to go ahead and say that I probably have heard them before and just didn't know. Or there's a good chance that through a big festival thing, I saw them live or a portion of a show live and just didn't put two and two together. Um, my overall thought on this album is it's very good, It's it's but it's it's tough. It's One, it's tough to pick a bad song on this record. 
because they're all good. But that's the thing. They're all good. I don't think there's any song on there that's great, but that's just me. That's, that's totally just me. So for, I'll go ahead and just put it out there. I will not be buying this record. However, I have already put six or seven songs onto a playlist. Okay. So, I mean, again, overall, it's a solid album. I'd give it a three and a half out of five. Um, which to me, anything three or above is good. You know, like you think 2.5 is that middle part. I think three, three and a half, that's a solid album, you know? And, uh, anytime you get to a four or four and a half, that's when it's like, you're, you're now treading the greatness side, but overall good album. I enjoyed it. Uh, it, you know, when the, when the album first started off, like a vibration kind of took me by surprise a little bit. Um, you know, again, I've talked a thousand times about the importance of opening tracks and what's that's going to spell out for the rest of the album. I don't know if that song really clarifies what the album's going to sound like because like I said before, there's so many different like variations. Like so to me there's so many different things that they sound like other bands and whatnot. But it's a good song. It's it's good. Uh my first thing that really pops out to me is the song I never want to go home. And part of that is because I'm very much a homebody. It, it's it's the first chill song on the album to begin with. Uh, but I'm very much a homebody, and I'm always like, yeah, I just want to go home. <laughs> you know. So I kind of got a chuckle of like, wow, I like this song that talks about not wanting to be home. Uh, right Hand on My Heart, that's probably my honorable mention. That's a great song. Can we hear a second of that? It's a cool song. Yeah, I like that one. Yep. I love the rhythm, the drum pattern in it. Simple but effective. You know, just all around, just a really cool song. It's very simple. To, uh, you mm-hmm. might have mentioned, but yeah, it's just very super simple. The drums that uh, it still has. I don't know. It still evokes some type of feeling when you hear it. Yeah, and it, even though it's simple. Sleep Sunshine also has kind of a weird eerie effect to it. Kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies when I was listening to it, but I really dug it. Uh, Hotbed. To me, that sounded very Nirvana-esque. I felt like it was when I was first listening to it, I'm like, is this the same chord structure to Polly? You know, uh, the famous Nirvana song. Uh, but I have to go ahead and say that the track that really stood out to me as the one that was the best that got me every time. Now, a few times when I would listen to the album, I was like, no, nah, maybe I like this one more. But I kept coming back to the song and it was already young. It's a cool song. Yeah. I really like it. Um, that was the first song that I added to a playlist. I was like, this is a definite. Uh, just really cool. I kind of get some Led Zeppelin vibes also from some of these songs as yeah. well. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's a very good mix of all these different sounds and ambiances put together. Um, again, like I said before, this was a record that was really difficult to pick a bad song. And so, you're, again, you're probably thinking like, well, Ryan, okay, if there's no bad songs on this record, why is this not one you're going to buy? Again, I think some of it has to do with the the style of music is not completely me. 
And like I said before, I think a lot of the songs are good. I don't think any of them really stand out to be great. Uh, but that that comes down to the song that I think is lacking a little bit. It's nothing really personal against the song. I think it's just the chorus I'm not feeling as much. And that's A Thousand Wives. As the smoke See, I think that the the opening of the song is really cool. It's kind of got a little bluesy riff to it. The bass line in it is awesome. That bass climbs up the the fretboard and just, oh man, it's so cool. And then it loses it at the chorus. The chorus is to me, it's just a little too dull. Interesting. I I think the chorus kind of saves it. Really? On the other side, yeah, because it's it's okay in the verses. Um, it's it's simple. It's kind of got the cool descending line, and it's nice. Yeah. But it's it's just it didn't do anything for me. But then when it got into the chorus, it was totally different, and it kind of does the 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 push beats on the cymbals. Mm-hmm. We were kind of drumming along to the yep, backgrounds yep. that bum, I know, it's just kind of nice bum. and and pretty. Let's say in the chorus that I think it kind of saves it. Yeah, uh, I I get what you're saying. I I totally understand what you're saying. And again, I want to stress that this isn't a bad song, but compared to everything else that's on there, this one just to me just doesn't hold the same oomph to it. Hmm. Um, again. I don't know. I, I'm guessing your your pick is going to be different there. Yeah, on what it's going to be different. Like. It, I, and that's fine. I think there's still one more song that is still quite even more different than all the other songs. So and I'm, I'm going to take the easy pick and we'll get to that. I, I'm thinking I know what that is. And, and, and I'm just going to go ahead and say right now before you actually say what it is. I think I know what it is. But I think, oh, of it, course, you think you know what it oh, is. Of course, yes. <laughs> but I still think that that one has a little bit more than this. So All right, we'll, just, fight yeah, we'll, fight. Okay. we'll fight about it later. We'll fight about it later. Let's get so. those chairs ready. <laughs> so interesting, just to go back, I think you have really good picks. Uh, so you said the best one was Already Young. Yeah, man, there's something about that song that just, it's rocking, it's cool. Yeah. But it's not a great song. It's a very good song, but it's not great. So that's that's what's holding me back from buying this record. Okay. Yeah, it, it, still, it still rocks for me that it's... Yeah. It has this energy. It's loud. It's uh, maybe I'll agree with you that it's not an album that I put on and listen to compared to something more intricate and detailed, mm-hmm. like I don't know, a Radiohead or something like that. Yeah, I got you. Right? I got but it, it's just a good album you put on in the car. Yeah, it's rocking. Totally. It's, it's kind of like let's say the first. Foo Fighters album that we used to listen to. Okay, yeah. That's kind of got that edge and it's raw, that it's not necessarily perfected. Not to say this isn't perfect, because it's pretty close to perfect, I think, in terms of it all fits together and it works. It does all fit together. I'll give you that. It's a very solid record. But the vocals can be kind of raw and it's okay for certain things. And the I think the melodies are all there, but um, but no, I, I mean I agree that already young is a good pick, but it's I think it's pretty killer song i i will say that this is not that my wife is the standard on how i pick certain things but this is a this is an album that i could play in the vehicle with my wife and she's not going to be like oh can you turn it down it's too loud she'd be okay with this because there's certain parts where it's you know it's a little too loud and there's certain parts where it's not loud enough i don't know that's what i'm getting at is you know it's a good record 
3.5 out of 5. I, I like it. And I can see that you're getting upset okay. over there. No, but. no. Well, so I was just wondering. So going back to our first yeah. part of, you know, we give each other albums that we think the other one in in theory has not heard. So well, I don't think we've ever talked about this. I think I think of the Foo Fighters album in particular because we just have jammed out to that. And yeah, it's such a like good record. That. So I always thought that this kind of had a similar vibe to it that I just kind of wondered what you thought about it. So I'm, I'm not faulting you for your your bad taste and not liking it. Uh, but no, just in reality that it's, it's, uh, this is definitely a nineties album, you know, released. It does feel 10 like years later record. that if it was released in the nineties, I wonder what people would say. Maybe it fit more. Maybe it was a maybe little too much after their time. I don't know. It's like, like I said, it, it is something that I will be listening to again. Uh, like I said, I picked a, six or seven songs that are in a playlist for me. And it, it, I'm happy with those. Those are good. I'm glad you gave me this record. Cause I'm, I'm glad that I know what another local band, you know, yeah. I, I feel like being from Atlanta, we should know more about the local music scene and stuff like that. And I feel like I'm really behind on a lot of that right now. So this is, this is a good wake up call for me. Yeah, Start paying more attention. I think it also helped when we had local support, not to say we have not had local support, but while I wasn't living here for a long time, you weren't living here for some time as That's well. That's true. But then also we had the radio station 99X, which was really big in town. Yeah. And every city has, you know, some, let's say, alternative, well, let's just say whatever radio station you have in town. And now let's say the demise of radio. Oh, yeah. That led to, let's say, the demise of low, uh, promoting local shows, which led to the demise of opening acts. Yeah. And so it's like, how do you even learn about all of this? So that's a great yeah, point. Spotify, things like that, it's great for finding artists. So once you know about them, but mm -hmm. then. I, I guess you can look up locals. I don't even know, but it's uh, it's it's a lot more difficult than just going to a festival. Yeah. Also now festivals yeah. we've talked about music midtown and so forth, ridiculously expensive. Yeah. That they're losing out on potential new fans because I'm pretty sure if we were in high school today, or let's say you have a high school, yeah, one or two kid, or two kids, two in kids high in high school. I always forget Reagan's age. They're growing up so fast. Two kids in high school, you're probably not paying for that ticket to Music Midtown. Heck no. For those of you out there who don't know, we also have the Shaky Knees Festival. Oh, that's true. That's uh, here in Atlanta that's really popular. And I have yet to go to any of those because I, when I look at the artist list, there's only like two or three people I'm interested in. And I'm not spending like $400 on a ticket. It's just not happening. Yeah. And the days of Music Midtown, to put it into perspective, I think we paid, you could do like $50 for all three days. For all three days. Yeah. No, granted, that was like 2001, two, three, but things haven't gotten that much more expensive yeah. in 20 years. Other things have not gotten that much more expensive. Except for houses. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe uh, gas and eggs and no, oh, but anyways, whatever. So, uh, so yeah, now 99X, we've kind of mentioned music, at least in Atlanta, we have this radio station that's back in air quotes, you know, and they're back. They're but back. They're also promoting shows. So, let's see how long it lasts, and maybe they'll have some cool locals only showcases or festivals where they'll support a locals only stage. I don't know if we'll still be able to afford to go to the concerts to watch it, but maybe our kids or other kids will be out there. And then this will be a spotlight for other musicians to have an outlet. You know, if we had that iced coffee sponsorship. We oh yeah. Go. Yeah. So we're still looking for that. So if anybody out there still has that iced coffee sponsorship and I apologize. So, um, 
Yeah, my my ice machine was not working today, so we're, it's it's blazing hot outside in this August heat, and we are drinking hot coffee. Yeah, it's all good because we just don't have that sponsorship, and I don't have a working ice machine today. <laughs> all right, man, all right. tell us what you think here to our pick. So again, I hope that everybody else goes and listens to this because you're going to hear awesome songs. I think "Like a Vibration" is an awesome opener. It's loud. It's got the catchy vocals. It's it starts off with the cool drums. That's the it other does thing. have again, cool drums, infectious drums um, by Julian throughout, and so I think. Like a vibration, I think it sets it up well. Like you said, it might not, but I think it's got a little bit of everything for everybody. That's fair. And you I mean, know, you're wrong, but that's okay. That, that's it's just a loud opener. Um, I mean, it goes through. You had really good picks. I would say so. Like a vibration, right hand on my heart, and maybe one. I think maybe already young, maybe one of these others. Those are the songs that they've played live. So okay, I don't know if they add per se singles, but those are the ones that they performed, let's say, on a Conan and so forth. So right, you, pick, you cool. pick the right ones. I picked the right ones that they figured people would like. And I think Right Hand of My Heart was the first one that I heard maybe on a Pandora or something, at least when this album came out. Because when this one came out, I was already away from Atlanta and found this album somehow. Yeah, Anyways, cool. Really good pick with Already Young. Funny enough, with A Thousand Wives, I think uh, I wrote Heavy Beatles-esque. <laughs> and you did not like that. And so it's, oh, there it is again. It's no surprise oh. that you did not like that song. And wow. I was going to say that before. So I did want to throw that in there. And you did not like it. <laughs> it's got the descending part and it's kind of nice and pretty. So, and you don't care for the Beatles as much. So that kind of made sense. Um, Hotbed is a rocker, already on a rocker. I got ideas, all of those. Um, but I think the one that I skipped over, just to kind of cut to the chase again, already young was okay. really good. Number two, Production City. Okay. It's a little different. It's not indicative of the wigs, but it's got cool rhythms. It starts off with the drums. It's got a cool bass line throughout. Yeah, it it's does. got catchy vocals. And I just say it's rhythmically catchy. See, that gives me the uh, the Franz Ferdinand, uh, Phoenix, or Block Party feel. Sure. Yeah, and that, those are bands that I don't necessarily like, but for some reason, <laughs> Franz Ferdinand, I've learned to accept them a little bit more over the years. But uh, like the strokes and things like that, I, I don't particularly like that. But in this situation, it works. Parker's yeah, it works. vocals, it's good. the drums and bass and everything, they all just really play really well together. I've also think, I'm pretty sure I saw these guys live in Nashville, funny enough. Oh. And this is a show that I, I think I mentioned to you when we saw, when we mentioned the Band of Skulls. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw the Band of Skulls and the Wigs, and the Wigs oh, opened for Band of Skulls. That's cool. Which makes sense that because uh, uh, Timothy plays, oh no, Julian has played with Band of Skulls. Yeah. So maybe they were playing together. So oh, that's neat. I can't remember though. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I can't find tickets because now we have digital tickets. <laughs> Seriously. And you can't keep all the physical tickets. Anyways, so uh, yeah, I just feel like I've seen Production City live and I just it works live. That's it sounds, awesome. It sounds like a good live song. They pull it off on the record. Uh, that, I, is that your pick for best or that just is my pick for That is my pick for best. Oh, I like that pick. That's now, a good pick. I think that's my favorite. And this is when... Now I've in in the evolution of the album argument over a year. Mm-hmm. Some of these albums, 
I can definitively say this is the best song and my favorite song. Okay. This one, I think more people will be drawn to Like a Vibration or Right Hand on My Heart. I don't know if that necessarily makes those the better songs or the best songs, but those are maybe the more, the hits, the catchier songs. Yeah, I gotcha. I think if anybody out there is trying to listen to the wigs, listen to Like a Vibration or uh, Right Hand on My Heart. But then I think just personally... I mean, I don't. I would say Production City's got a little bit of everything. That's that cool. I think it actually. Beats I like those that. Songs. I think that's a great pick. It's tough to kind of get that across, but it's some of these albums. It's tough, you know. It's it just, is very tough. You go back and forth, and we've got some albums that we're listening to now that we'll talk about soon. That it's hard. I could just close my eyes and just pick any song and go yeah. for it, and that's the favorite song. But anyways, I do know my least favorite. Uh, now you did mention the Sleep Sunshine. Yeah, that one had I say Radiohead esque. It does kind of gives you the yeah. what did you say? I said heebie jeebies. Heebie jeebies. Yeah. So I go between that one. I probably skip that one. But again, it's eleven songs. The one that I really do skip. The last song. I'll go for the easy one. Is this the one you're gonna say? <laughs> yeah. Mission Control. The self titled. You're so song. predictable, dude. Mission Control. Maybe if it was earlier in the album, it could be okay, though I think it fits where it is. It is a good last song. The name of the album is Mission Control, and it's called Mission Control. But it's just too different from the rest of the album. It's kind of tacked in at the end. It does take a while to get there, so it kind of starts off quieter. So Mm -hmm. maybe it's nice in a way because all these are rockers, especially the last few before that, like Need You, Need You is really, it's probably the fastest song in the album. Oh, that's also a good song. Too. It's a very good song. Uh, yeah, really, if you go 7, 8, 9, 10 on this album, it's really good. Anyway, so then you get to Mission Control. I'm just very likely to hit next, like Shiner no album before. I just I just go, uh, okay, on to the next album. I, uh, I'd rather listen to the other songs. I feel it's like not bad, just I got I've you. had enough at that point of the album. Let's say I've got my wigs fixed onto the next wigs album or onto the next I, album. I agree that it should be moved up. I don't think, well, in my opinion, I don't think it, it fits as a closer. I think it's very theatrical and that uh, maybe that's something that pulls me towards it is it's very dramatic in that sense. Yeah. Um, I still think it's better than a thousand lives, but you know, you have your opinion and your opinion is wrong, but that's okay. It's, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it is the quieter song, so that's the easy pick. Sorry, you know me, I'm predictable. No, that's fine. I mean, it's all good. And so I try not to pick that quiet song or slower song, let's say. So you've got it with Thousand Wives. Yeah. Um, Let's say if I had to pick one, if it's not the easy pick, again, Mm -hmm. I would do Sleep Sunshine. Really? I I do kind of tend to skip that one. Let's hear a little bit of that. They scared your daughter's ponies away He's walking the book I'll be my thoughts There's a payoff, though. There is. So the beginning's a little heebie-jeebie-esque, I as like you it. said. It's I like creepy. it, though. Yeah, so, but sometimes if I'm just not in that, if I'm just into the rocker, you know, I said it's an, a good album to put on as you're driving somewhere. Yeah. 
exercising, you know, some album that you need to to keep you up, keep you awake. And then when it gets to that song, <laughs> that one would be good. <laughs> yeah, that song, I just say, uh, but then when it gets into it, yeah. I go, okay, just like Mission Control, but I think the payoff for Sleep Sunshine's better. So yeah. that's why I could not pick that. And it's it's a good song overall. There, there, and, I can uh, deal with Mission that. Control, it's just because it's last, it's too easy to just say next. That's fine. So, it's, it's okay. But everybody out there, uh, you know, you're not from Georgia, if you're not from Georgia, and those that are from Georgia, you know, what do you think of the wigs? Yeah. And from, uh, from maybe those that are from Nashville, maybe they're they're a local band to you now. What do, do you think? Do they ever wear like powdered wigs or anything on stage? That'd be I, cool. I, no, they have long hair and for the most part, and I have not seen actual wigs. Maybe the drummer is actually wearing a toupee. Maybe, maybe there's a toupee. Yeah, no, it's just... Um, yeah, when you when you search wigs too, you get a lot of like the wig party in England. <laughs> like I had to search something real quick and uh, for some information. That's so awesome. so I'm not I'm not sure the the reason behind the name. That's other funny. Than it's you know they're they're cool, or what originated as a as a college band that yeah. it's pretty cool to see that they've gone on to stay successful. Hey Amen. Good for them. Thank you very much to everybody out there. Please take the time to listen to the wigs and all their albums on Spotify or Apple or wherever it is you get your music from. You can always find this album on Jeremy's Spotify playlist that you can find at thealbumargument.com. But please share us with everybody and make sure you buy every wigs album out there because we want to support that artist even if we don't always think that it's the best album like me right here. So. But Ryan's wrong, so you should just listen to me on this one. That's fine. Listen to Jeremy. That's fine. But yeah, and also just let us know what you think. And if you have any suggestions for upcoming episodes, we're all ears. Um, do you want to let them know about what's coming up next yeah, uh, episode? So, so next episode, we are going to be covering, if you want to listen beforehand, we are covering the divisive Metallica Reload. And this is based off of a, a suggestion from a Facebook comment. And yeah, we'll go on from there. So Metallica Reload, if you want to listen beforehand you know, so that you have your thoughts and opinions coming into the next episode. Yeah. So, and keep that iced coffee uh, brewing and uh, look forward to another great episode with Metallica. Metallica. All right. Until next time, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out.